Welcome to the podcast Preemies All Grown Up, where we talk about everything that is life as a preemie when we get a little bit older and into our 30s, for me. And right now, I would like to talk about asthma. Asthma is a prevalent concern for numerous preemies because lung development develops around, I believe it's the 21st and 22nd week of pregnancy. And sometimes when you are born still really early, your lungs do not get a chance to fully develop. So it is easy for us to have bronchial and breathing issues um, while we grow up, usually as children. A lot of studies say that we grow out of it eventually, but for some of us, it is a lifelong issue. Uh, For me personally, I did not get diagnosed with my sports-induced asthma until I was probably in... I think I was in high school or just getting out of middle school. And this was actually because I saw a pediatrician until I was 18. And he was of the opinion that I I didn't have asthma because, you know, I could still do most activities without any kind of issues And he never ordered like a stress test or anything like that uh, in order for me to see if it was due to actually exercise, which it was. And after I started to see a regular primary care physician, like for adults, um, it was about maybe three months after I started seeing him that I actually got diagnosed with sports-induced asthma. And that really uh, helped me out, of course, with gym and not overexerting myself. I did have to carry a rescue inhaler. Thankfully, I never had to use it except for, I think, two times in my entire high school career where I was actually having an asthma attack uh, because of usually it was running. For me, that was the activity that really triggered me to have an asthma attack. As I have gotten older, I developed, um, I would say, more allergies. I used to live in the country where, you know, it was a lot of uh, soybean and corn crops because, well, Ohio. And that, I think, kept me kind of immune because I grew up around those things and I was around it all the time. When I finally moved out, of my parents' home and moved in with my husband. Um, He lives in the city. So I was not used to experiencing a lot of the different trees and plants that are in the city. Um, And that really started my outdoor allergies to be a lot worse. So as an adult... I actually had to go do allergy testing and the allergy testing unfortunately said that I am allergic to a lot of things that are inside and a lot of things that are outside. I personally am mostly allergic to trees 
and my indoor allergies are dust, dust mites, and uh, just uh, like allergens, things that get caught up in your HVAC system uh, throughout the year, typical pollens and whatnot. And I actually did the allergy testing and allergy shots for, was it two years? And we did, me and my wife, did the allergy shots together. And she actually is also a sufferer of asthma. So I would like to get her view on how it affects a, you know, typical normal person. Um, yeah, it's, um, I, I also got diagnosed with asthma much later in life. Um, I also have, um, like exercise and allergy induced asthma for the most part. Um, I had allergy testing when I was younger, um, and surprisingly found out I was allergic to cats, but I have grown up with cats my whole life and that's for the most part under control. I mean, my cat can't, like, sleep on my face, you know. Right, but they do frequently. Um, but um, as an asthma sufferer, I uh, I also carried a rescue inhaler through middle school and high school, and I actually had to use it frequently, um, especially when it got much colder. Uh, the cold air is really hard. But, um, yeah, I've... I've had to deal with the asthma kind of on and off for pretty much most of my life at this point. Um, but, uh, I, I think that there's a difference in when you have preemies that have the lower lung development and how they can develop it later. Like you could actually potentially probably develop stronger lungs even, because you're actually working on it and building it. You know, people who are born normally, they don't they don't think about those kinds of things. They don't worry about it. Um, but I think that the bigger problem is when you have that lower lung development, that lesser lung development, you end up having problems like with, with bronchitis and things like that. Like when you get sick in, in a respiratory manner, it becomes a lot worse. Um, just because your, 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 your lungs and your body are, are, are not as prepared for it because you are still kind of developing, you know, parts of your body or that your, uh, your immune system is more compromised. I would absolutely agree with that because I think that I was susceptible for a lot of my life, as you know, to bronchitis. I mean, I think I had bronchitis maybe like 10 times, like in the span that we have been together. Three, oh, yeah. Three times in one year. And that's uh, also between those times, I think, because my immune system was pretty compromised at the time, I also got shingles. And at the time, I was uh, 31. I think. And let me tell you, that stuff is horrible. My face hurts so bad. I look like I had gotten um, like in a fight with a rabid dog, or at least that's one of the doctors at the office that, that I worked at said to me. And I'm like, oh, thanks. 
that really helps me, you know, feel real good about how I look right now. Let me just cover my face. Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's pretty funny that we are the exact statistic that one in three people get shingles. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I think that between your your compromised immune system and your underdeveloped, you know, lungs, because your asthma has gotten worse um, as we've gone on, um, more in a manner of like you have to take like the, the steroided inhaler, you know, along with carrying risk but you don't take your rescue inhaler so it's like you, you've right controlled it you're you're managing yeah. it my asthma is definitely more well controlled but i've noticed as i got older definitely season changes and sudden temperature changes have absolutely affected my asthma and just how i feel in general like when i wake up in the morning whether or not i have had um like a croupy feeling or something like that and also with the um, allergy shots, I think that those really, really helped us. But I also got that deviated septum surgery mm-hmm. around the same time that we started allergy shots. And I have to say, I haven't had a really bad sinus infection since then. I still experience like really bad sinus pressure, but it's like, um, I guess the purpose of that surgery really is to have like airways opened up larger and also so that the sinuses can drain properly yeah uh i believe you actually got that surgery after you had bronchitis three times in a year um because we were concerned about it we went to an ent to find out if there was something more wrong other than just the compromised immune system um but uh, yeah, weather change is probably one of my biggest problems uh, when it comes to my asthma and even my allergies, really. Um, Ohio's probably not the best place for us to live for that. Probably not. Um, I feel like we should move somewhere with more set seasons. <laughs> I don't really know where that is in the United States currently. I mean, I'm sure there's places. But, yeah, I definitely think that some when it comes to like asthma and allergies like between uh people who are born premature or people who are born normally i i I, that seems like such a bad phrase um i think that the the biggest difference comes from what you do and how you correct it like I know your parents worked really hard with you as as a preemie to make sure that you got care and that you were exposed to allergens, that you were, you know, I know a lot of people who have preemies are a lot more, you know, secluded about, they're a lot more like protective. And I think that your general exposure has helped you, you know, develop better and give you more of a chance for your body to naturally, you know, catch up. Uh, Yeah, I would say that my parents were not afraid to let me do more things that involved like playing in the dirt or just like go ahead experience eating grass or whatever. You know, they were more worried, honestly, about me being exposed to other people who had some kind of like... Uh, sickness that could be passed on because it seemed like you know if they looked at me 
in a weird way or whatever. I just caught bronchitis. It was like my job for numerous years, especially when I was in high school. And I would say probably my early 20s was the worst time period for like me having uh, multiple bouts of bronchitis. Um, but as a preemie, depending on how early you were born, that really is one of the biggest uh, concerns, uh, you know, because lung development is obviously extremely important. I would also think that um, our neighbor, Stephanie, who has the premature twins, uh, she has so much more available to her as in services for the kids and whatnot. Um, because it, it, there is just like, there's more known about it now and it, you can be so much more preventative. I actually think that she got the shots for, um, helping her like develop the lungs and the, uh, other systems of the kids just so that they could have a chance like to be held inside just even a few more days to make sure that everything developed as far as it could before they got outside of her body. And now, um, Willow went through a pretty rigorous, uh, respiratory therapist visits and uh, a lot of uh, breathing treatments and things like that in order for her to do well and be able to breathe well on her own. Yeah, um, I actually think Stephanie was in the hospital for quite a while, uh, even before she had them, um, just trying to do as much as she could. Um, And I, I do, I think there's a lot more available now compared to you know when you were born in the the 80s you know yes and this definitely needs to be a comparative show for the podcast soon because that is one of the things that really floors me the fact that um these services are provided for her and like they're readily available. My parents did so much of the research themselves to find good doctors, good therapists or anything that would help me work on the skills that I needed to kind of catch up on. And the fact that it's um, not like handed to her, but it is readily available if she's willing to reach out and say, hey, I need help or the kids need help with this. Like they did physical therapy and they had a little rock climbing wall. It was adorable. Yeah, I think the 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 big the big takeaway really is that even though there's there's a lot more available and a lot more known, there's still so much that's unknown and unavailable. There's, you know, even, you know, people who are born at a regular time, you know, there's there are so many diseases or, or unknown conditions and, and everything. And, and for, for preemies, it's even worse. You know, there's, there's, there's a chance for so many different things to happen. You know, underdeveloped lungs could be a very minor thing compared to other things like, um, urine fallacile or, um, there are, I've seen preemies that are born with, you know, problems with like their structure or their limbs or, you know, something didn't develop fully in, in their organs and it, you know, 
it's it's so much harder to figure out what all needs to be done in what order. And I think that even though, you know, we have a lot more technology and we can kind of prepare for a lot of those things. I mean, we can check, there's tests to see if, if, you know, later on, if your kid will have like, like, like autism or, or things like that, down syndrome. Um, and I, I do, I do think that the technology is great. I think that it's awesome that we can kind of say, all right, look, these are going to be probably you know, more than likely problems you'll have. You know, we can kind of tell when it's going to be like, all right, we're going to plan for them to be premature. So let's take some steps to be prepared for that. And then there's a lot of things that they can get as premature babies now. Um, like there's, there's shots for the ROP, there's shots for the faster development and you can kind of prepare for it. Um, but I definitely think, uh, interviewing Stephanie will be a big, uh, visual visualization of all the different things. I do think that that will definitely probably be a two parter cause I'm going to try to like make that more of a, an actual interview instead of just free form, which the podcast has turned into. And uh, I would just like to take a moment and really actually apologize to everybody who enjoys listening to the podcast because I did have not uploaded recently. And that has mainly been to the fact that I was going through a pretty intensive interview process to get a better job within the company that I work for. But turns out that, you know, I kind of wasted my time and my doctor's time and it did not turn out how we wanted, but you know what? I'm happy in the job that I do and I'll continue in that role until we find something better. Um, but I would like to say that I will be better about uploading for the podcast in this month and hopefully the next it is extremely important to me to continue this podcast as I have had some feedback from um, a few people that said that they've really enjoyed it and I like that that's um, really makes me happy to know that I'm helping some people or letting them know that they're not alone uh, because a lot of other preemies that I've met, you know, our doctors kind of look at us sometimes like, well, I don't really know what to do because, well, you were born early and it's like, okay, yeah, I was born early, but like, how do we, can we fix this? How do I n negate some of this? <laughs> but it's definitely... Uh, hard for the work-life balance right now, but we're going to try very hard to get back on track. And the interview with Stephanie, I'm hoping that an interview with my aunt will um, be coming up soon. And if there are any suggestions from anybody for upcoming episodes or even just things that you'd like to know about our lives or anything specific that we have went through or thoughts on any kind of topics, we would greatly appreciate it. You can definitely follow us on Instagram at Premies All Grown Up. 
and we also have the email account and that is preemies all grown up at gmail.com and if we can finally get some responses from people for uh topics for the show or even just i would love some stories to share from other preemies or people who are um preemies significant others or even family members I think that we have a lot to share with each other and building a community that would uh, help us all feel like, you know, we're not alone in this world and there is somebody who understands the things that I am going through. But thank you guys so much for listening to us today. We really appreciate it. And I hope that your day and your week is beautiful and hopefully easy. Thank you, guys.